Amen. All right. You guys all ready for Brother Dave Hinton? All right. Here he is. Well, come on, give the Lord a shout. Come on. I don't have any guitar yet. Came on a minute ago. There is a button on this end. (laughs) Did you catch that uh, number nine change? All right, I'm ready. Real crank it on up. We gotta have some more of that. Anybody here been changed by the word of God, by the power of God?
there's been a change. Amen. <laughs> Glory. Everybody shout, give me some word. Oh, come on now. Shout, give me some word. All right, back off. You talk me into it. <laughs> Give me some word. Give me the word of God. See me through. Give me some word. Hey, give me some good news. Give me the word of God. See me through. Well, Isaiah was a man of God in Hezekiah's day. Came into the king's house for to say. King sets your house in order for the Lord says you're gonna die. Then he turned and walked away. Well, Hezekiah, he got fervent before the Lord. He said, You know my heart's been perfect unto thee. Oh, the man of God, he turned around, said, God's heard you pray. And he's had it to you 15 years this day. Give me some word. Give me some word. Give me the word of God. See me through. Give me some word. Hey, give me some good news. Give me the word of God. See me through. The economy's unstable. It gets harder every day. To get a job that'll give enough pay. Just open up your Bible and you'll find a sweet release Because the Spirit of the Lord will give you peace, amen And in the name of Jesus Christ, my faith, mountains are removed All the Word of God through centuries has been proved Cast not away your confidence, be bold in what you know And the power of the Word will make it so Give me some word. Give me some word. Give me the word of God. See me through. Give me some word. Hey, give me some good news. Give me the word of God. See me through. Give me some word. Hey, give me some word. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. Jesus said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word will not pass away. And in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And the same was in the beginning with God, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He came unto his own, his own received him not. But to as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God. Hebrews 4 28 says the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and is the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Jesus said in John 15 and 3 now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. John 15 and 7 he said if you abide in me and my word abides in you 
you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Isaiah 48 says the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever and ever. Amen. My word will not return unto me void. So give me some word. Keep your opinion to yourself. Give me some word. Give me the word of God. See me through. Give me some word. Hey, give me some good news. Give me the word of God. Give me the word of God. Give me the word of God. To see me through. I'm standing on the promises that cannot fail. Though the howling winds of doubt and fear assail, by the living word of God I shall prevail. Because I'm standing on the promises of God. Amen. Let me do that again. I'm standing on the promises that cannot fail. Though the howling winds of doubt and fear assail, by the living word of God I shall prevail. Because I'm standing on the promises of God. I'm standing, I'm standing, I'm standing on the promises of Christ my Savior, standing, standing, I'm standing on the promises of God. I'm standing on the promises of God. Standing, I'm standing. I'm standing on the promises of Christ my Savior. Standing, standing. I'm standing on the promises of God I'm standing on the promises of God Amen Hallelujah Thank you Jesus Man I'll tell you you can stand on those promises and they're not going to move If there's a picker anywhere that has a capo I've lost mine uh, we'll, We'll do something while we're waiting but I just thought I'd let you know Hallelujah. Look over at someone and give them a great big smile offering. I mean, pull it up from inside. Let them know you're glad they're here.
you're awesome. <laughs> you have to have a like a education to open it or use it. Shoot, man. Thank you. I'll get that. Yeah. Whoever sent that, I'll get that tax receipt to you as quick as possible. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. That, uh, whatever we talked about. No, never mind that. Thank you. Just relax. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, your perfect love is casting out fear. And even when I'm caught in the middle of the storms of this life, I won't turn back, I know you are near. And I will fear no evil, for my God is with me. And if my God is with me, whom then shall I? I can see a light that is coming for the heart that holds on. A glorious light beyond all compare. There will be an end to these troubles, but until that day comes, I'll live and learn to know you on earth. And I will fear no evil. For my God is with me, and if my God is with me, whom then shall I fear, whom then shall I is coming for the heart that holds on there will be an end to these troubles but until that day comes still I will praise you still I will praise you I can see a light that is coming for the heart that holds on there will be an end to these troubles, but until that day comes, still I will praise you, still I will praise you, oh no. 
coming through the storm. Oh no, you never let go. And every high, and every low. Oh no, you never let go, Lord. You never let go of me. You never let go of me. Never let go of me. How great is our God? Sing with me. How great is our God? And all will see how great, how great is our God. How great is our God? Sing with me how great is our God. And all will see how great, how great is our God. Name above all. all names name above all names worthy of all praise my heart will sing how great is our How great is our God, sing with me how great is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God. Then sing. My soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art. How great Thou art. Then sings my soul. When I in all 
consider all the worlds thy hands have made. I see the stars. I hear the Thy power throughout the universe display. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thou art. 
Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You can be seated for a minute. Thank you, Lord. Outside, I hear them talking. Could it be it's me they're mocking? And I, poor and I, it's all that matters anymore. Pilate put me in this prison, and I deserve. What I've been given Alive for life That's the one I'm dying for I caught the eye Of a man who was beaten Even now I believe He looked at me and he said, go free. You're the one I'm dying for. Come on. I got to try that again. I caught the eye of a man who was beaten. I saw the truth and even I believed him. And from myself, I could tell. Who they're wanting more I heard them cry Release Barabbas In disbelief I turned To Jesus And he looked at me And he said Go free You're the one I'm dying for For the one Who is hurting And the one who has done wrong For the one who needs healing Feels like hope is gone For the weary who can't carry His cross anymore You're the one You're the one I'm dying for For the one with all the questions And the one who just believes For the one who cast the first stone And the one down on her knees For the weary who can't carry His cross anymore You're the one Yes, you're the one Oh, you're the one You're the one I'm dying Hallelujah. So whoever that was for, let me uh, thank you, Jesus. Aren't you glad? It's a personal thing. Uh, I wanted to tell you about a few CDs. I'm, my website is davidworthhinton.com. And uh, we've, we've got, counting these, I think we've got 22 CDs left. And uh, so because I flew this time and I didn't carry any 
very many up with me, but uh, I did, there's been a change, and give me some word, it's on the, there's been a change project, and this one here is called For Cowboys Too, there's actually a song on there that says Jesus gave his life for cowboys too, amen? And uh, it's okay to be who you are, you're probably better at that than anything else, amen? I'm a whole lot better at being me, Edgar Bailey's here, and I love this man, he ties the best tie you've ever seen in your life. And I was sitting on a TV set back in the 80s, and I tied my tie the way I knew I had to because I'm tall and I didn't know you could buy extra long ties. And I tied it, had a little old ugly knot, but it came down just right. Edgar Bailey walked onto the set and said, oh, man, your tie looks horrible. I said, I was trying to explain to him. He untied my tie and retied the most beautiful knot you've ever seen in your life, and the tie struck me. Right about here, I look like Ho-Ho the Clown. <laughs> so having all the confidence in the world in Edgar, he said, just put your hands down there like that because they were hollering, we're going on now. And I'm like, Edgar, look what you've done. He said, but your, your knot looks good, you know. <laughs> I couldn't deny the knot looked great. And so I put my hands down there and, and the TV show started and we started talking and and, and I'd get excited, and I'd start using my hands, and I'd see the monitor. And if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't look near like the dork. <laughs> I better to have a short tie than to do what I did, because then I saw myself on the mon monitor, and I went, you know. And so if I, ever, <laughs> if I ever need to be humbled, I still have that video tucked away somewhere to remind me. But, but anyway, anybody want this? There's been a change. Come on. Anybody wants to come and get it. That, you look, that little boy right there, I like you, man. It's the only reason I'm giving it to you. No, I don't like you. No. <laughs> I'm kidding, man. But that little guy was just jumping up and down. And uh, this call for Cowboys too. Right there. No, I want this guy I don't like to come back. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I feel bad. Bless you, brother. He's saying, I don't want it now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, these are the last ones, folks. I'm, I'm telling you, they're going fast. They, they're rare now. I mean, that, that means they, they're worth a whole lot more than normal. This, let me tell about it. You, now, come here. Come here. I want to tell you something. Edgar Bailey, eat your heart out. Look at that. I like that. That's what I'm talking about. This is called How the West Was Won. Are you a cowboy? No, sir. It's just right for you, man. <laughs> and uh, we're about to do it. This is David Hardesty's song, man, How the West Was Won. And we're about to do it up. We're going to do a video of How the West Was Won. We're going to tell the real story, amen. And this has uh, like 16 versions of Amazing Grace on it. It's a really cool CD. Bless you, brother. Amen. Hallelujah. So... Amen. The first 19 people back to the CD table can have a CD at a discounted price. <laughs> we usually get 
we usually get $15 a piece on them, but you can have one for 30. Amen. All right. Is there anything you want to hear before I shut up? Let me do a little grace. I mean, that's, I won't do all of them. It takes so long. They've grown over the years. And I love to tell the story. We, we were in, in, in Iowa and we pulled up in front of this biker bar and uh, we were in our old Greyhound bus and we'd already done our outreaches for the day and I had a, a team and I got inspired. So I sent the team into the bar. I said, or three of them, I said, y'all go in there and tell them the band's here. They had, they had blocked off the street and had bikes all up and down the street. And so they went in. They said, we're the band. And this gal started cussing. She said, I'm not paying for no blankety-blank band. And my little buddy, Mike, he said, well, it's free. She said, oh, just sit up right over there. <laughs> she didn't ask what kind of music we did. So we did a full setup and uh, had, had to deal with some problems right off the bat. And... Uh, and then I started singing. I thought, God, what should I sing? And I started singing that old song. You've got to try a little kindness. Show a little kindness. I thought I could use some. Amen. And the first biker pulled up and he could touch my mic from his Harley, my mic stand. And, and he ribbed his Harley up as loud as he could get it and drowned me out. And I just sat there and smiled at him. He couldn't look me in the eye. And finally he went on, then the next one came up and did the same thing, and another one. Five of them did that, and then it looked like it was over. And I said, well, hey, I said, I'm going to do a little gospel music. Is that all right? And this gal in full leather gear, she stood up, she said, you can do any blankety-blank thing you want to now that those blankety-blanks are gone. And that was as good as an amen. Come <laughs> on. Just take anything you get. So I started doing Amazing Grace, and I think I did 35 versions. And we immediately had... A man come up, and I mean, just, it was awesome just how sincere and how he wanted God. And he was a cowboy contractor from Louisiana that came to Iowa to do a job, got bored in his hotel, and walked down to a biker bar where the gospel was being shared and got gloriously saved. Amen. <laughs> Only God can do that. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. T'was grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear, the hour I first believed. Yippee, I Holy Ghost Riders in the sky Amazing grace, how sweet the sound That saved a wretch like me I once was lost, but now I'm found Was blind, but now I see 
was blind, but now I see. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. T'was grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed. Save that is, born again, washed in the blood. Y'all come with us now, you hear? This been a gospel presentation. Come on. All right, Bart, you don't help me. I'll come back here and slap spit out of you, Joe. <laughs> Amazing grace, how sweet the sound The say the wretch like me I once was lost, but now I'm found And I was blind, but now I see Hallelujah <laughs> Hallelujah <laughs> Hallelujah I got saved God say we I got say well you ought to make some kind of noise if you get saved amen <laughs> amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me I once was lost but now I'm found was blind but now I see we I got saved. Come on, help me out. We. I got saved. I'm gonna skip all that other stuff. Sweet home Alabama. I like this old Statler Brothers song. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Was grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed. Counting blessings all day long keeps me singing victory song. Isaiah 26 and 3, God keeps my mind in perfect peace. Eating Cracker Jacks and watching Andrew on TBN, now don't tell me. There's no fun in, there's more fun in sin. Did y'all know I was on TBN? Two times this last year. Isn't that awesome? Second time they put me in a motel. I thought I, I did pretty good first time, you know, I got a motel next time around. So I changed the line. Through many dangers, tolls and snares, I have already come. It was grace that brought me safe this far And grace will lead me home When we've been there 10,000 years Bright shining as the sun We've no less days to sing God's praise Than when we first begun Counting blessings all day long Keeps me singing victory song Isaiah 26 and 3 God keeps my mind in perfect peace Eating Cracker Jacks and watching my cell phone TV and I don't 
Oh, you'd watch yourself too if you was on there. Now don't tell me there's more fun than sin. All right. I'm not going to do Sweet Home Alabama. I knew you'd do that. That's why I said that. I'm going to do a bluegrass one. Saved a wretch like me I once was lost But now I'm found Was blind But now I see Amazing grace How sweet the sound That saved a wretch like me Amazing grace Amazing grace for you and me Amazing grace for you and me Amazing grace for you and me. (laughs) All right. All right. Behave yourself. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Was grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear, the hour I first believed. Oh, puff the magic dragon, never lifted all, but eternal life is given those who will only call upon the name of Jesus. The one who loves us so He suffered death to give us life To save and make us whole Amen Did you say Alabama? Lord, I'm coming home someday. Sweet home up in heaven. Spirit, carry me away. Come on, carry me. Man, it's fun to see a bunch of bikers out there, you know, bopping to Amazing Grace. All right, we'll, we'll stop with this. And some of them didn't work out. And this is one of them. And God was still renewing my mind. Somebody's thinking he's still working on it. He is. Amen. Hello. I'm short on cash. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. 
I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Twas grace taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. Oh, son, how precious did that grace appear, the hour I first believed. Oh, pick it for me one time, Luther. Eat your heart out, Chet Atkins. Sui! Don't look at me like that. I told you it didn't work out. All right, that's enough. Um, do do uh, peaceful, easy feeling and all that. All those are on there. So, And uh, that webpage again is davidworthhinton.com. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's sing that together the right way. Amen. I remember standing on the Staten Island Ferry, first night in New York City. Brother Edgar Bailey back here was there, showed me around the city. And we had the most awesome time leading people to Jesus. And I stood up on that ferry and I was so frustrated. I said, God, what can I do here? I can see the need, but what can I do about it? What do you want me to do? And I just simply heard the Spirit of the Lord say, Son, I just want you to be you for me. So I thought, well, what would me do? And I went down to the bus and I got my guitar and, and I sang and Edgar danced. And I'll never forget when I, when I began to sing this song, Amazing Grace, that people came up. And, you know, it was hard at first, five or six, you know, songs before any sign of anything. Just felt awkward and stupid and out of place. Somewhere around the fifth or sixth song, people came up and just surrounded where I was. And this old businessman had tears streaming out of his eyes. And he said, I wanted to come up here and tell you that this is the brightest spot in my life as far back as I can remember. And, and I thought, God, how could I be that bright a spot in someone's life? He said, don't you remember? I said, you're the light of the world. A city set on a hill can't be hid. Amen? So... Hallelujah and thank God for that grace. See, we've already got that. That's why we're so full of joy and rejoicing because of what we've been hearing taught right here. Amen. Almost too good to be true, but it is. Thank you, Jesus. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch. Like me, I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. It was grace that taught my
first verse again. Praise God. How many of y'all appreciate Dave? Man, we appreciate your music. We appreciate your sense of humor. How do you not have fun, right? Just appreciate your heart. I've had a chance to get to know Dave better and better these last five years. And, you know, just to hear the stories. It's just not about being up here um, leading us in praise and worship. But, you know, his heart going into public schools and ministering into nursing homes, bars, Backyard barbecues mean more important than this stuff a lot of the times is what he was sharing. So we just appreciate your heart. It's a good time. Thanks for helping us have fun here. Amen. Well, Mark Burgos, come on up. And, you know, um, we could talk about the school, the staff, and uh, we could present the teachers and uh, just try to convince you how important it is and all that. But, you know, some of the best ways for, to help you and to just promote the school is to allow a student just to share a testimony on what's really going on here. So this is Mark. Well, I think I'm one of the last ones I ever thought that I would be a Bible college student. Um, but the desire for the Lord has been so strong in my life. Even the times when I was still going to church and stuff, and um, even when I was still smoking dope, 
there's something that was so amazing that his desire never left. Never left. And uh, um, I'm a worshiper. And um, I remember I got a chance to to lead worship for a new church that was starting in kind of next to my hometown. And uh, so uh, the pastor was really excited. His wife was really excited about it and everything. And uh, so I said, yeah, okay, you know, I'll do it. And so I kind of had to leave my home church, you know, for that time. And so I did that. And, um, but I wasn't very obedient. And so I let the devil kind of just kick me in the butt a little bit. And it was, uh, January, I guess of 2009, I guess about this time. And, um, I just said, you know what, that's not going to happen again. And so I said, Bible college. And uh, so I didn't go straight from California to here. I had to go from California to Minnesota and then Minnesota uh, to here. So it was kind of cool because I left California with only 300 bucks and a plane ticket. And the time that I spent in Minnesota to come here, I had like way over three grand and a plane ticket. So the Lord does provide. So I want to encourage anybody who is thinking about it, even if you're just thinking about it, that is the Lord leading you to come. Um, this year, the Lord has just been so faithful, too, that um, he has provided my full tuition. You know, when it came even that close to where it was going to, you know, had to kick me out. Um, I had the desire to go to Belize, and our mission team leaves next week. And I am going to be on that plane. Praise the Lord. So I want to thank everybody here and... Professor Gary and Andrew and, and Wayne, who has a heart for the students, really does. And uh, it's a beautiful thing to be here. So I encourage anybody who, who God is speaking to you right now to just come. Praise God. You know, I think sometimes we have to have it all figured out before we make the next move. And, um, you know, I was that way. And um, I have a good friend here, Rick. He's from uh, Iowa that just kept encouraging me, Gary, there's more to life than what you're doing. There's just more. There's just more. And, uh, you know, I had a good job before I came out here. And, um, you know, I had the benefits. I had a nice salary, nice 401K. I had five children. I had three cars, a boat, nice home. And uh, you know what? Can't take any of it with us, can we? It's a powerful thing. But I remember when I decided that, you know what, there is more to life than a paycheck. And um, I gave my two-week notice. And um, I remember telling my friend Rick here about it and all that. He didn't, I mean, he was congratulating me and all that. But several years later, he shared with me, you know, he, he was the one responsible for encouraging me. But several years later, he goes, man, when you told me that, I was almost scared for you. Because <clears throat> you know what, it is a journey and all that. But, it, you know, it, it's true. It, it may not be the easiest thing, but, uh, you know, we've seen Mark here, you know, came with $300, and, you know, his tuition is paid throughout the rest of this year. Someone, someone, another student just blessed him and paid off his whole tuition. So if God's calling you, don't ignore that. Don't think you have to have step 1 through 10 all in front of you. If you've got this next step of coming to the school, you know, just be obedient. Fill out an application. 
you know, be obedient to what the Lord is saying. And, you know, Mark uh, mentioned something about uh, his pastor and all that. And I just like to, you know, we sent a letter out to the pastors. And I know I visited with several pastors. And, uh, you know, we just want to say thank you for coming out here for this weekend. If you're a pastor, would you please stand up? All you pastors, stand up. Everybody take a look. And you know what? Let's just honor them, recognize them. We just say thank you for coming. If you brought somebody with you, thank you. You know what? Where honor is due, let's give them honor. And uh, we just appreciate the role you have in everybody's life. And uh, we just say thank you. So thank you for being here. Amen? All right. Here's Andrew. Praise God. Hadn't that been fun tonight? I was thinking of all of the women watching by the internet saying, why don't we have a women's conference? It's because we don't have a female Dave Hinton. Well, can you imagine how ugly that woman would look? I'm just kidding, Brother Dave. <laughs> oh, that's great. You know, I bet everybody here has enjoyed, you know, all of those different songs with the amazing grace. But just in case somebody thinks, well, that's sacrilegious, taking that song and putting it to these other things. Do you know that the way that John Newton wrote that, he was a slave trader. And he was a drunk and he was a very, very ungodly person that no telling how many thousands or tens of thousands of slaves he traded and brought in and sold him his um, uh, property. And anyway, he was in a storm, and it looked like the ship was going to go down. He lashed himself to the mast. And in the midst of this, as he thought he was dying, he cried out to God, and he got born again. And God changed his life. And he came out with those words, and did you know that he put them to a bar tune? Amazing Grace is a bar tune that was sung in the pubs that he went to, to different words. And so the whole song, Amazing Grace, is a bar tune with Christian words to it. So those of you that thought that was sacrilegious, the whole thing's sacrilegious, if you want to go that way. But isn't that awesome? Praise God. God's awesome. Um, you know, let me just mention, here, here's a list of where our Bible college students are going on their missions trips this year. Uh, we got a group that went to Buenos Aires, no, November the 1st, Santiago, uh, Dominican Republic, December the 1st, and uh, then they went back on January the 13th through the 19th to the Dominican Republic. That group just got back. We've got a group going to uh, St. Petersburg, I guess, next week. Russia, uh, Belize City, January the 27th. That must be where Mark's going. And then San Jose, Costa Rica, February the 10th. The UK, uh, where our offices are over there, Belfast in Scotland, February the 28th. We got two trips to Managua, Nicaragua. And this is with a uh, group that we support, Ambassadors to the Nations. I tell you, it's an awesome uh, group, and they take them over there. And I mean, the people that go on these trips, I've been to Managua, and they, it's just a powerful, powerful ministry. We got two missions groups going to Berlin, Germany, and then uh, Entebbe, Uganda, 
And I can't even pronounce the name of this place, Ecuador. How do you say that, anybody? No, it's not Quito. I can pronounce Quito. This is G-U-A-Y-A-Q-U-I-L. Okay? And those are the places that our missions groups are going. And, you know, we were just talking to uh, Joseph Nelson. Is he here? He's not here. But I was talking to him. I mentioned him this morning. But I tell you what, it lit a fire on that under that guy. And it just changes people's lives. And this was one of the things that when the Lord spoke to me about this school, uh, this is one of the things. Linus Lefevre is here, right over here. And we sat down as we were discussing how we would start this school. This is one of the things that I was just adamant on, that a person has to go on an overseas or foreign missions trip before they can graduate. And there's multiple reasons for it, but you need to get people out of this culture. Sometimes we don't even realize how much culture controls us. And when you put yourself in a different culture where all of the rules are different, it, it just takes you out of your comfort zone. It puts you into a place where you have to depend upon God. We've taken our students on these trips, and I couldn't tell you how many, how many times that you make them stand up in front of a group and give a testimony or preach or pray for people. And they, they want to do it, but at the same time, they're fearful. I've actually read reports that speaking in front of people is a greater fear factor to most people than death. They fear it more than death. And when you force them to do it, they would never just do it naturally, but they have to do it to graduate. And something happens. They find God shows up. Like one of our guys, Tom Decker. I don't know if he's here tonight. I think he's up in Wyoming working, but normally he would be here. And Tom Decker was an oil man who retired in his 40s, very wealthy and blessed. And he and his wife came to this school. They had never heard of me. God just told them to come here, and they had never heard of me. And they, his wife and his daughter, got healed. And anyway, uh, Tom, the very first year he was in school, never said a word to me. I'd talk to him and say, how are you? And he'd go. He was so shy, it was painful. And then he went on this missions trip. Where was that? Africa to where? Kenya. And anyway, uh, Linus made him stand in front of a church and minister. And the power of God showed up so strong that the pastor and every person in the church got knocked flat of their back. And they were all laying on the floor out cold. And Tom didn't know what to do. And he just had to get up and leave. He just left with the whole church laying on the floor. And the power of God flowed through him so strong. People were healed and miracles happened. And he was addicted from that moment on. And did you know he went and ran our Bible school in the UK for three years. And the guy now is in the process of helping start a church. And it's just amazing. I mean, that one experience changed his life. And I've seen it over and over and over that people, they're just shocked at how God shows up. And God will show up every time that you get outside of yourself. But you know, there's many of us praying that God will do something miraculous in our life, but then we are doing everything that we can to keep from putting ourselves in a situation where we need God. Play it too safe. 
And we just force people to do it. And I tell you, it is miraculous the transformation that happens in the lives of people. And, um, you know, I, I've thought about this quite a bit yesterday and today, but some of you, I've really had a lot of people come up and talk about that, man, you just are overwhelmed. You can feel the love of God. You're experiencing God. Good things are happening. And even though it's good and God is touching you, I believe it's, it's going to be a seed song that could change your whole life. You know, in a sense, I feel kind of bad that this is just for two or three days. And then you go back. Man, I'd love to have you for two or three years. And what God could do in your life would be revolutionary. And there are some of you thinking, but oh, I've got so much to give up. What? <laughs> well, my retirement. And what about this? Man, I don't ever plan on retiring and sitting down and just sitting and you know, we got, uh, I don't know if Larry Hodge is in here. Is he here? But Larry Hodge, he works for us, and he's a guy that's our pastoral relations. And Larry Hodge came here to humor his wife. His wife, his wife wanted to come, and he says, I'll give you one year. And he came with her, and they lived in a, mo- a motor home. And his dream was to go to South Padre Island and fish, and he had it all figured out, and he had his motor home. And he had everything. And I remember going golfing with him, I think it was in April, about towards the end of his first year. And he told us, he says, I'm out of here in another month. He says, we're gone. I've given my wife this one year and it's it. that's it. I want to go fishing. And he had this really nice motorhome and everything. And anyway, about May, God got hold of his life and turned him around. He decided to come the second year and then the third year, and now he's been here for I don't know how many years. His whole life has changed. And I was just talking to him the other day, and I said, so do you miss South Padre Island? And he says, no. He says, man, changing people's lives is where it's at. He still likes to fish. It's not like there's anything wrong with it. But, you know, there's just something more important than you sitting on your porch and rocking and watching the world go by. There's something more important than all of the stuff that we've done. You know, we've seen lots of people's lives changed right here. We had a man. I went Before I went to bed last night, I got on the Internet and I was reading our guest book and there was a man that wanted to come to this meeting and I forget all of the reasons. I think it was weather and uh, work or something, but he couldn't come. So he was watching on the Internet last night, received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, spoke in tongues... And then after we dismissed the service and we were up here praying, I called out healings and I called out people with shoulder problems and he had had problems, hadn't been able to lift his arms, got totally healed and set free. Amen. We saw a lot of people born again. We saw a lot of people's lives changed. I mean, there is nothing that compares with touching a person's life. And brothers, I'm not saying that what you're doing isn't important, but there is nothing that you are doing or nothing that you have or are anticipating having that will compare with knowing God better and then making Him known and seeing people's lives changed. And once you see somebody raised from the dead, blind eyes open, people raised from the dead spiritually, marriages put together, and something because of you spending your time to love God and to represent and tell people about it. I guarantee you, you can get it hooked. 
The scripture talks about those who've addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. You can become addicted to seeing people's lives changed. It's going to be awesome. And I can promise you when we get to heaven, there's not going to be a single person that says, I wished you'd have left me alone so I could have gone fishing the rest of my life. I wish you'd have let me stay on my front porch. I wish you hadn't messed with me. No, you're going to come up and hug me and thank me and say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for encouraging me to go on. Because when you start sowing into people's lives and seeing people's lives change, you'll be reaping that the rest of your life. When we get to heaven, you'll be having people come by your mansion Say, thank you for dedicating yourself to the Lord. Thank you for putting God first. It changed my life. I'm in heaven today because of what you did. Man, my marriage was saved. I came to know God or whatever. And you know, the sad thing is, you only get to make these decisions in this life. When we cross cross to the other side and all of a sudden you get this revelation and you realize what was really important, you can't go back and change anything then. It's only now that you get to really commit yourself. And there are some of you that I believe God is speaking to. And I make no apology for it because we are seeing people's lives changed. I mean, it's, I couldn't tell you the exact percentage, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's 80 or 90% of the people that come here. I mean, they never will ever be the same. It totally transforms their life. You have no idea what your true potential is. Amen. Man. We need to have people go sign up for school right now. You know, we aren't going to make you sign up. I'm not going to twist your arm. I'm just urging you and encouraging you. But how many of you actually feel like that God is dealing with you about this and I'd like to just pray with you right now. We need to pray because this could change your life. It could change the lives of thousands and thousands of people. If that's you, I want you, if you're going to receive prayer for this, if you feel like God is drawing you here and you just want clarification or God to make it clear or whatever, I want you to stand and let us pray for you and we're going to believe God to do something special. That's awesome. It's only forever. Amen. Isn't this awesome? Father, I thank you for all of these men. Father, I also thank you for people watching by the internet who you're speaking to right now, but whoever it is, Father, we just thank you so much. Thank you for sending your son. Thank you for this awesome message of your goodness. Thank you for the revelation of your grace that you aren't mad at us. Thank you, Father, that people are longing for this. And Father, I pray over all of these men that are standing. They are potential laborers that could go into the harvest. They just need to be trained. Father, I'm praying that the Lord of the harvest would raise up laborers. I'm praying that these men would be laborers. I'm praying that you would give them clarification if they're supposed to be here. That, Father, you would just speak to them and supernaturally show them what they can do. Father, if other people are involved in this, their wife, their kids, whatever the situation is, I just thank you. Right now, we release our faith and we speak to mountains 
and command them to be removed and get out of our way. We thank you that there are supernatural miracles taking place. Provision is being made right now. And Father, I just pray that the Holy Spirit right now as they've stood to receive prayer, I pray that the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit would just seal this, that they would know for sure what your direction is, whichever way it is. I believe that you give them a clarity and seal this on the inside of them. And then, Father, we, we make a commitment and believe that you are going to keep that commitment. That, Father, if this is your will for us, that it's not going to leave us, that it will an- intensify. That, Father, you'll give us direction. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. And I just praise you. I thank you. We receive these men into this fellowship of all of these students. And Father, I thank you that you are going to make a way. We agree. I rebuke all of the fear, all of the worry, all of the things that occupy people. And Father, we believe that your peace is going to settle in people's hearts and they'll follow that peace. And we thank you in advance, Father, for the awesome, awesome miracles that are going to take place. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Praise the Lord. You know, again tonight, we're going to give you an opportunity to sow into this. Like we said, it's about $300,000 a year that it takes for these missions trips. We don't charge the students. Instead, we do things like this. And they minister to people, and this is how they raise their funds. I think that we had just under $14,000 come in last night, about $13,900 and something. And even though that's a wonderful offering... You know what? We've still got a long ways to go towards this 300000 And so I want to give you an opportunity uh, to give and to be a part of that. And the offering that comes in goes directly into these missions trips. And you're going to see people's lives changed. And those of you who feel like God's calling you here, you know what you're doing. You're sowing into your future. Because someday you'll be taking a missions trip. And there will be other people giving to help you do that. And so, you know what? This money that you put in the offering plate, it never leaves your life. It just enters into your future where it grows and it multiplies. And it's going to come back to you, not only in finances, but in whatever you need. Some of you may be praying about coming to school. And if you are, you may have financial needs about how am I going to pay for this? How am I going to move my family? What do I do? Right now is an opportunity for you to get some seed in the ground. And let it start growing. And then when it comes time that you need this money, you'll already have planted your seeds. You'll have a harvest coming up. So I encourage you to give and to be generous. And this is going to help us send our students all over the world. If you would like an offering envelope for your giving, if you'll hold your hand up, one of our ushers will get you an offering envelope. And this is um, for cash giving. It'll get you a tax-deductible receipt. Fill it out in English. And um, there's a place on there that you can give by credit card. If you'd like to give by a check, you can give it out to Andrew Womack Ministries or AWM, and the information on your check will be sufficient. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I just hadn't got the words to tell you what these trips do and how it changes people's lives. We have people in our second year all of the time that are saying, man, it's already Christmas. I'm graduating in five months and I don't know what to do. 
I don't know what God's will is. And I tell them a lot of things. I say, one of them is, I said, if God was to show you right now, you'd be impatient the rest of the five months. You know what? You hadn't graduated yet. I said, just cool your jets. God will show you. And a lot of people, when they go on these trips, they all of a sudden, their life comes clear and they know that they're called to minister. They know what God's called them to do. And I mean, it just clarifies things. It really does change your life. Yeah, it's a cliche to some people, but it is really true. It's a life-changing experience, and we have awesome things happen through it. Amen? Father, we love you, and we thank you for the truths of the Word of God. Thank you that these finances aren't leaving our life, but it's growing. It's entering into our future. It's growing. It's multiplying. It's going to come back unto us on every wave. Father, I thank you for supernatural prosperity. I speak that over every person here. I thank you, Father. Father, any person by the Internet who's giving right now, I believe that, Father, your blessing comes back unto them supernaturally. Father, we agree and we receive it. And we dedicate this to the promotion of the gospel for changing people's lives, and we believe it comes back to every person who gives. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. You can receive the offering. You know, at uh, 7 o'clock, we had 207 people watching by the Internet. By 7.12, we had 297. I don't know what it is now, but I imagine we have over 300. We had uh, 202 watching uh, Barry Bennett this afternoon and 189 watching Jim Ertle. Man, I heard that those meetings were awesome. We got 400 watching now. Praise the Lord. But I heard that this afternoon we had awesome meetings. I was talking to some people. I wasn't in here. But I heard it was really powerful. Amen. How many of you were here this afternoon? Can I see your hands? Wow, quite a few of you. Man, I had some people. One guy here said I think he had been waiting on that for, what, 40 years or 40? 40 years. Isn't that awesome? You know, when you get into the presence of the Lord and the presence of the Holy Spirit is here, and if you will just allow the Lord the freedom to minister and not preach things contrary to His nature, but preach things that are consistent with His nature and allow Him to work, all it takes is just one word from God. I mean, you could just get one phrase that could totally change your life, totally transform you. This is powerful what we're doing right here. You know, I just want to say I commend all of you for taking the time to come to do this. I know all of us have other things that we do. It costs money to come here and different things, and yet this is so important, what we do. It is really powerful. And to get guys together like this and have a good time and just love God and love each other, it's awesome. I tell you what, I think it's great. I have really enjoyed it. It's been a super blessing to me. I hope that you've been enjoying it and praise god we still got tonight's message we got tomorrow we got two messages tomorrow so uh god never serves dessert first that means something sweeter's to come amen it'll be good